Welcome everyone to 12 Bar News, the music nerd podcast brought to you by music nerds for music nerds about music nerd things. Tonight, I'm your host, the Brave Badger, and I'm joined by Bullwinkle. How you doing? I'm good. Super stoked to be doing this again. Yeah, me too. It's been a while, you know, 2020 and everything, and it was a crazy time, but we're back. And we have a brand new format that uh, we designed that's going to be coming at you a little bit more often. And we're going to keep you updated on what's happening in the music world. And uh, we're also going to get together for our big main events, our big in-depth discussions about, you know, whatever we want to talk about music nerd-wise. This month, the Scared Fox and Darsh and myself got together here in Trent, New Jersey, live in the studio to bring you a discussion on vinyl versus streaming. And you guys should check it out at 12barnews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so that every time we release an episode, you guys get it. So anything else you want to add, Bullwinkle? No, I got a sneak peek of the the discussion that you guys had, and I thought it was really well done, and uh, I think everyone will be excited to hear it. And so Cool. Thanks. Glad you liked it. So yeah, I guess let's just jump right into a segment that everybody loves that we call... What's happening? Ah, I missed that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to jump off, and I'm going to start with the Sick New World Festival. Uh, Did you hear about this? Uh, I heard about it when you told me about it. (laughs) Well, so is everybody else. It's a new metal festival in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's brought to you by the same people who brought When We Were Young, the famous emo kid festival that brought about everybody and their mom uh on the stage it had crazy amount of bands and they're trying to do it again it is at the same location in las vegas festival grounds and it's headlines by pretty much everybody you would expect from a new metal festival it's like Ozfest on steroids and on crack uh, i don't know it's system of a down corn Evanescence, Deftones, Papa Roach, P.O.D. And it also has like some random bands in there like um, Chevelle and Incubus and Alien Ant Farm. And for some reason, Hoobastank. I don't know. Maybe they're just crawling in the dark looking for some bands to, to add to their bill. I mean, I haven't heard Hoobastank since like 2004, so maybe they've switched genres on us. I don't know. It, it is a weird addition. Yeah. Wasn't there like follow-up hit to Crawling in the Dark, like super poppy? I forget. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. played it, all the time on the radio. and It, it was like radio. Adam Levine type, like Maroon 5 <laughs> style, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. You're going to go, right? Oh, I will definitely be there. I already bought my ticket. You bought the $250 ticket? No, definitely not. 
<laughs> yeah, so general mission tickets start at two forty nine ninety nine, and you know there's upgrades on top of that. You're going to, you know, spend a lot of the money, and hopefully it's not windy, like a little bit windy that day, because, I don't know, it's a one-day festival. You're going to risk it. Last time, they only got, like, one out of two, so I don't know. So does this festival actually happen, or...? What do we think? Uh, the other what one the half happens. Maybe this ha- half happened. I think we'll get maybe like Cradle Filth and Hoobastank, and then it'll all just be like too windy. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a note to add to that a lot of people on the social webs are excited about Flyleaf getting back together uh, with the original singer Lacey Storm. I never heard of that band, but have you? No. I mean, uh, to be honest, I think I've heard of 30% of the bands on this listing here. Yeah, there's some odd ones. Check it out, though. SickNewWorldFest.com. And maybe we'll see you there if they give us free tickets. I mean, I'm down. I mean, this feels like a sponsorship, so they should throw tickets our way. Yeah, yeah. Hook us up. Do you have a news story? Uh, well, in the notes it says I'm supposed to talk about Billie Eilish, but I'm not going to let you guys bait me into that. Damn. So Damn it. My actual news story is going to be around Iggy Pop's announcement of a new album titled Every Loser. It's going to come out on January 6th. Um, this is kind of a cool one. It's an 11-track album, a collaboration with Taylor Hawkins, Travis Barker, Chad Smith, uh, Duff McKagan. Wow. I think I'm saying that name right. Um, McKagan? He's from Guns N' Roses. McKagan, yeah, Josh Klinghoffer from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Dave Navarro. So uh, it's a production collaboration between Atlantic Records and Watts Goldtooth. Everyone knows Atlantic Records, but I dug a little bit into Watts Goldtooth and the founder for this label. His name's Andrew Watt, and he actually has a lot of ties to the artists that I just mentioned. So he worked with, what was it called, Jane's Addiction. So that's that Dave Navarro connection. And he's currently a guitarist for a band called The Earthlings, which is Chad Smith on drums, Josh Klinghoffer on guitar, and Andrew Watt on guitar. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Iggy Pop is, uh, you know, he was a big inspiration, so I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, it should be Especially with these drummers. Yeah. For sure. He definitely sprung for for the heavy hitters. Yep, definitely. That was a pun. Um, Oh, jeez. So. And I didn't even get it. You could have just let it slide. Jeez. Uh, well, cool. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit sadder news. I'm going to jump in with uh, Aaron Carter's death. So I haven't really thought about Aaron Carter for a long time. I'm going to be honest. But he was a really famous guy back when we were growing up. He was the brother of Nick Carter, the most famous band in the world for a while, Backstreet Boys. And then he had his own, you know, he had his own solo career at the same time. He recorded his first album in 1997 at the age of nine, and it sold over, um, well over a million copies. And then he followed that up with two additional albums that also went platinum. So, props them he was really successful he was also a star on nickelodeon do you remember that i do remember that yep yeah teen nick teen nick that's what it was called 
and he was just recording and finished before his death and his final album was released after his death uh, earlier this week it was titled blacklisted so you guys should check that out if you're a fan of aaron carter unfortunately again he passed away at age 34 earlier this week so rest in peace guy yep for sure i mean he was very young so it's unfortunate and i actually had a copy of his i think it was his first album or second album i can't remember it might have been his first album aaron's yeah. party yeah the, with the that's how he beat shack and i lent it to my fifth grade girlfriend and i'm still waiting <laughs> for her to return it so kelsey if you hear this i haven't forgotten me so you still owe me an aaron carter cd <laughs> Do you have any other news, Bullwinkle? Um, I do. It says I'm supposed to talk about Billie Eilish again. So Yes. I yeah. love writing the notes. I, I even gave you notes, but that, that's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so this was another story I found. So it's Newfound Glory um, from our emo days. Um, they're releasing a new acoustic album called Make the Most of It. This one's also coming out in January. It's got seven new songs on it and seven live acoustic versions of fan favorites. I did check All Downhill From Here is on it, so no surprise there. Um, Something I didn't know, so the lead guitarist, uh, Chad Gilbert, actually was diagnosed with cancer. So a lot of the new songs that Uh are on it um, are kind of inspired by his battle with cancer over the last six months or so. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I'll probably give it a one-time listen we'll see how it goes but uh i thought that was interesting especially the the inspiration behind it yeah i i'm actually a pretty big fan of newfound glory i've seen them like five six seven times but only like intentionally like once they were just one of those you know perennial favorites that would come around every festival warp tour and they put on a good show I'll check it out probably once or twice and then go back to the new Blink album (laughs) when that comes out. (laughs) Now we're on to the important news. I know everybody tuned in. They've been waiting those two years for us to come back just to hear about the return of Bright Eyes. Aren't they an emo band? It's a folk indie band with emotions. Uh, anyway, Bright Eyes announced back in February that they're going to be re-releasing their earlier albums along with companion EPs of record- re-recorded and new material. The first three companion EPs were released back in May 27th, 2022, and they included a collection of songs written and recorded 1995 through 1997, Favors and Mirrors, and Letting Off Happiness. So the first three Bright Eyes albums. And then just this week, on November 11th, three more companion EPs were released. They included Lifted, Digital Ash and the Digital Urn, and I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. Now, each EP features a cover song, along with re-recordings of classic Bright Eyes songs, featuring special guests, musicians, and singers. And some of these featured artists are Waxahachie, Gillian Welch and Dave Rawlings and longtime collaborator Phoebe Bridgers, among others. I would highly suggest listening to these if you're a fan of Bright Eyes. I've been enjoying them a lot. For the companion EPs, the band decided to switch up two of their most famous albums, which were released on the same day back in 2005. 
Digital Ash and the Digital Urn, and I'm Wide Awake It's Morning. For the original Digital Ash, it was a synth-driven, relatively heavy departure from I'm Wide Awake It's Morning, which is more acoustic folk rock. And on this companion EP, the band takes the opposite approach, often replacing like all the drum synths for a live band feel, now that they have John Theodore helping them out. And they also strip down some of those heavier songs to acoustic compositions. And some good examples of that would be new versions of Goldmine Gutted and Down in a Rabbit Hole, as well as a beautiful string arrangement to go along with Mike Mogus's slide guitar on Ship in a Bottle. Maybe predictably, they switched it up for the companion to I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, giving the electronic synth and glitch treatment to First Day of My Life and Landlocked Blues, and Road to Joy is completely transformed with Connor's fuzzy, low-end, noise-infused style that he kind of had back in the day with Letting Off the Happiness and the Christmas album. And then my favorite of these three releases was, has to be Lifted, which was transformed dramatically. And I'm going to give you guys a little sample of what I'm talking about. The companion version of The Big Picture. The original was one of those noise tracks that started every Bright Eyes record. I think of them kind of as as a test because fans know they're about to have like an experience and new listeners are wondering, what am I listening to? Anyway, the concept of the original version of the big picture was from the point of view of someone listening to the song in a car while driving with friends. The first two minutes of the track are just noisy recordings of the ambiance of a car people getting in it and then the hum of the driving down the road a little bit small talk going on and then they turn on the radio around two minutes and a mostly acoustic track starts to play and that's when the real song plays and so the whole rest of the song the ambiance of the car continues the driver can be heard singing along you can hear the turn signal click 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 and then connor's crooning comes in and it sounds like he's singing in his bedroom into a four track and that's the original one and let's listen to a little bit of that the picture's far too big to look at kid your eyes won't open wide enough and you're constantly surrounded by the swirling stream of what is and what was what we all made our predictions but the truth still is now but if you wanna see the future go stare into a cloud the companion version is blistering in contrast it features the full band jamming including john theodore's commanding drums mike mogus ripping on the guitar along with connor nate walcott's doors-esque jam and he does synths and it's probably me we the loop killing on bass like he does live for them it was really cool. They transformed it into from like an emo folk song into a Dylan Goes Electric up-tempo folk rock masterpiece. Let's listen to a little bit of it so that you can kind of tell what I'm talking about here. Constantly surrounded 
By a swirling stream of what is and what was What we all made our predictions But the truth still is now So if you wanna see the future Some other standout tracks off of Lifted are An interesting updated vibe for Waste of Paint And new arrangements for Nothing Gets Crossed Out You Will, You Will, You Will And Laura Laurent And the classic albums and these companions are all out now on Dead Oceans. And I encourage you all to send us money so I can go and buy them. And that is pretty much it. I hope to hear new music from Connor and the boys sometime soon. They just wrapped up their practically two years straight tour. And I was at the last show at Philadelphia's Union Transfer. And it was probably the best concert I've ever seen. So I am excited to hear new things from Connor and the boys. Did you hear about these, Bullwinkle? Yeah, no, I think uh, it was interesting to hear that. You know, I always kind of thought Bright Eyes was mediocre at best, so I was kind of surprised when there was enough demand out there for them to be able to, you know, re-release <laughs> material we already heard, but good good for Connor. What? I mean, it's, it's good. <laughs> no, seriously, I did listen to Lifted today, and I thought that was pretty cool how they kind of reimagined all the songs and to hear to hear them played differently than, you know, we're all used to. Um, it was kind of weird at first, but I thought it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have any other news for us today, Bullwinkle? Nope. I'm not gonna let you bait me into Billie Eilish news. So that will. Damn! Damn it! Maybe another time, <laughs> but not today. All right. Well, it's been really fun. I'm glad we got back to doing this, and Definitely. hopefully we can do it on a regular uh, basis because I miss it. It's been fun. Yep, for sure. That's all for now, folks. Thank you for listening to 12 Bar News. This show was brought to you by Ordeal Studios in Trenton, New Jersey. Audio engineering and sound design by Jeffrey Damon. Our music was created by From Space, and Michael Stanley is our resident Iowan. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio to get a new episode downloaded each time it's released. For more information, check us out on the socials and at 12barnews.com. Bye!